You're listening to episode nine of the Practice Brave podcast. Welcome to the Practice Brave podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Battles, a strength and conditioning coach and the founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism. The Practice Brave podcast brings you the relatable, trustworthy, and transparent health and fitness information you're looking for when it comes to coaching, being coached, and transitioning through the variables of motherhood and womanhood. If you're a pregnant or postpartum athlete or a coach working with this population, this show is specifically designed for you. All right, let's get started. This episode of the Practice Brave podcast is brought to you by Strength.com and their line of sports nutrition products built by Strength. One of the things I love about this company is that all of Built by Strength products are clean, natural, and NSF certified for sport, meaning they are third-party tested to ensure that what's listed on the nutritional panel is only what's in the product and nothing more. This is true of less than 1% of the supplements that are out there today. Even better, these products are safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding. You can learn more about our sponsor at www.briannabattles.com backslash built by strength. Welcome back to the Practice Brave podcast. So today I'm actually doing an unplanned episode, but it is in light of what is happening globally right now with the coronavirus. A few weeks ago, I released an episode on juggling motherhood and like building your business or following your passion, something like that. I wish I could remember what I actually called that episode. But anyway, I talked about that juggle and some of the strategies that have worked well for me. And now that we are in the midst of having so many outlets removed from our life, um, (laughs) it's made things a little bit complicated and made it even harder to juggle the responsibilities of caring for kids, of taking care of ourselves, working, whatever it might be. As if the load of motherhood wasn't heavy enough, the coronavirus has really infiltrated every single space of our life and quality of life, and freedoms. So for a lot of you listening, you are also my fellow athlete brains, where we like to be in control. We like to be productive. Um, There's a bit of intensity involved in our lifestyle. And so to be sidelined is, it's a really hard adjustment to make. And I'm not going to lie, I am struggling. And if you have been following me on social media, you'll see that I've shared that, hey, like, it's okay to actually say this sucks and to not be a colored chart parent and have like a homeschooling game plan already. And it's okay to not have something inspirational to say as a, like, I guess I consider myself a leader in some capacities. And I think that with leadership, there's a lot of opportunity to be vulnerable, even if it's not what you think you should be saying or doing right now. Like I wish I could just be really peppy and have a lot of um, positive and productive things to offer, but it's also okay to not, and then be vulnerable and say that, and then give yourself time to process. I'm somebody who needs a lot of time to sit in game plan and adjust. I don't really adapt as well as I wish I did. Change has always been very, very hard for me. And it is for a lot of athlete brained people. So offering this podcast today is probably going to be really therapeutic for me. And if it's something that you're choosing to listen to and relate to, I'm so thankful that you're giving me this ability to communicate and connect because I know that we are not alone in our feelings. And I have learned that over and over this week with the different sources of feedback I've received in the messages and emails and whatnot. So I'm going to offer some where I'm at and what I'm trying to do to withstand what life is right now. And I'm 
even a little hesitant of putting this out there because it seems like things are changing dramatically, even from a couple days ago till now. And so I don't know what a week from right now is going to look like. So I'm saying this on March 20th, just for some context, because I don't know what, what it's going to look like in just a few more days. So what I'm trying to do right now, I'm in California and the governor announced that we are basically on lockdown. We have some freedoms to go outside, do essential errands, things like that. But for the most part, we are told to stay home. So that has impacted any kind of babysitting I had lined up. Makes it a little bit more complicated right now. And it's hard to work if you're somebody who relies on having a little bit of support. My personal family, my husband is in law enforcement. And so his job does not stay home, you know, like, like the opposite of that right now. So I'm flying solo even more so than, than usual, just because things are slightly different for him, which then makes things different at home for me right now. So anyway, one of the things that I'm planning on doing in this space of time where I have my kids home with me, Kate is in kindergarten, uh, Chance is in preschool twice a week. And so I've always been really like reliant on those two days where I have that freedom to myself. And then I structure my other days around coaching and work around nap time, things like that. Uh, Schools are now closed until at least May 1st in California. So I'm looking at the next six-ish weeks going, holy shit, (laughs) like how how are we going to do this, you guys? Like how do you keep a business afloat? Um, How do you like tap into that creativity and being productive, things like that, that are really fulfilling for us entrepreneur people, Uh, really hard to do with kids at home. So that's where I'm personally at. What I'm trying to do to help keep everything as afloat as possible is I'm really trying to support the small businesses in my area. The jujitsu gym that I go, that I'm going to, I don't want to freeze my membership. I want that to keep going because I understand that they're going to be relying on that. If you go to a CrossFit, if at all possible, don't freeze your memberships. Just keep paying because that's what's going to keep the gym open. It's what you really, it's like what you agreed to upon signing up is like you figured you'd be paying for March. You figured you'd be paying for April. And guys, I understand 100% if that is not financially okay for your family right now. You do what is best for you and your family. But if there is any window of opportunity to support the small businesses that you were doing before this pandemic, can't encourage you enough to to try to keep doing that. Another way of doing that is eating out, um, going to your local restaurants. Obviously, the grocery stores are crazy right now and everybody's trying to buy a lot of food. It's just a mess, at least where I am. If you can, keep in mind that local restaurants are also dependent on you getting food from them. So maybe that means eating out a little bit more, which is so uh, contradictory to maybe what typical health and fitness advice would be, but you can still eat out and eat relatively healthy and just make really balanced choices right now at your local restaurants, because that's what will help keep them in business. It is so scary for small business owners and entrepreneurs right now. And we have to do our part as a community to try to stand in with them shoulder to shoulder and say, we're going to do what we can to help keep everybody afloat. And again, that's coming from a privileged perspective where we can do that. If you, your whole life dynamic has completely changed your income, whatever it might be, then know that you do what you have to do for your family. And there's no shame associated with that. We are all doing our best and the best 
best and right is relative. That looks different for everyone. And I say that in a lot of different capacities, but that especially goes for right now as well. I also just as a, an aside, I just want to put out a significant thank you to the helpers that exist. Our scientific community, the medical community, first responders, the grocery store workers, truck drivers, et cetera. I know there's people that I'm missing um, that are on the front lines and still trying to keep things running as smoothly as possible. And they're working hard. They're working every day. I know that it's a lot. And I know that their families are also sacrificing so much in order for them to be out there trying to support and protect us. So if you are a part of those communities that are still on the front lines and working and will keep working, I just want you to know we're so grateful. And if you have someone, one of those people in your life, whether it's your, within your own family or your friends, just send a text, say thank you. Just let them know that you're appreciative. I think that that goes a really long way during uncertain times where you just, I guess we don't always know the sacrifice that is being placed on them and on their families and their mental, emotional, physical health during this time. So something I want to talk about again a little bit more is the fitness industry. And a lot of us as small business owners, entrepreneurs within the fitness industry, whether it's a personal trainer, a gym owner, somebody who like me, who runs like an online business, gosh, group fitness instructors, gyms are closed and everything has kind of been put at a standstill. For some people, they're like, hey, my fitness is not my priority right now. I need to cancel my sessions. And so there have been so many of my peers that have lost significant income that they were relying on who are worried now that nobody's going to buy their programs or they're going to cancel their gym memberships and go to an online-based program only. And while there's a ton of different options out there that exist that will make the most sense for your life, a lot of options, I just ask that you, you keep that in mind. I know there's a lot of people offering free stuff right now, but Also, if you want to show support for the different fitness industry, gym owners, entrepreneurs, personal trainers, buy some sessions with them that you'll use later. You can keep paying your membership. You can buy um, their online product or program. This week, I had a couple purchases go through and like, I'm not always a super emotional person, but this week I just, I felt even more gratitude because it's like, it just was so affirming that people are still wanting this information and are willing to support. And I just felt extra gratitude for the purchases that I had this past week, even in the midst of chaos, people still know that um, they can buy a postpartum program for me or pregnancy program or a coach course. And that makes a huge difference in my life and everything I've worked for five years to build. And I know so many of us are afraid of losing everything that we built because of the impact this is going to have on our economy. And I think we all just, again, have to stand shoulder to shoulder and support the people in our life and the things that are in our life that we care about and that are relevant for our overall health, wellness, and sanity. So a lot of us are now working from home. And while this is going to be a significant struggle for me because options now look different, I've also worked from home and built an incredibly successful business while having little children in my house. I first started all things pregnancy and postpartum athleticism very much as a hobby. I know you guys probably know this story if you've listened to enough of these episodes when Cade, who's now six, was about one years old. So for five years now, I have worked and built a big business with children around. 
I did it during nap times, early mornings, and just trying to get it in where I could. And it was because I was consistent with it, not because I tried to do everything all at the same time that I really allowed for that overall growth, that delayed gratification of all the pieces I was trying to connect through this time. This may not be your most productive time. You might not be knocking out all the things that were on the horizon for you to knock out, but it might also give you some time to do the things that weren't as much of a priority. For me, that looks a lot like instead of working towards what I was originally going to be working on this month, now I'm trying to clean up some things behind the scenes that haven't been as much of a priority, but will make a big difference in the long run. And so if you're working from home, some tips that I would offer you, especially if you have kids, is to try to wake up early and get some work done before your kids are awake. Now, if you have a baby and you are in the trenches of like not getting a lot of sleep, this is very much a hard habit to suggest and implement. And I get it. I did not do this when Chance was when Chance was a baby or when Kate was a baby. But once your kids are in a fairly consistent sleep schedule, I, I know most of the time my kids will not be up before 6.30 or 7 in the morning. Most of the time. I'm going to say that today and I'm going to uh, totally curse myself because I guarantee they'll wake up early tomorrow. But typically I know when my kids are going to wake up. So I try to wake up before them. Some days that's hours before they wake up. Other days it's just maybe an hour or you know a few minutes before so I can at least check my emails and get settled into knowing what, what I need to do today. So I do try to knock out some work before they get up so it's uninterrupted and it's productive time for me. I also do the same thing with nap time. So Chance still naps. Both of my boys are pretty regimented in when they would take naps. And if that's not something that you have as part of your life and how what your parenting or whatever looks like, totally understand that. Um, you can even, I would suggest incorporating some quiet time where hopefully, and I know that quiet time is like, there's no such thing as quiet, true quiet time in my house. I get that. <laughs> my point is, if you can try to work when they are sleeping, try to set up a schedule and routine that is predictable enough so that it gives you the routine that you need in order for you to have that reset and that opportunity to be productive. So again, for me, that was waking up before my boys. And that was also being sure that I was working during the nap time so that I could focus. Or if you're not, or you maybe you just need to work out by yourself. That's another great time to do it. If work isn't something that you're as focused on right now, then use that time to, for your own mental and physical reset with a workout or just movement, whatever, zoning out. <laughs> That's fine too. Another tip that might give, get some backlash. That is one of the things I said I would never do before I was actually a mom. I suggest leveraging screen time for your own work productivity. So in my household, I try to hold off on TV and any kind of screen time with Cade for as long as possible so that when I need to get work done, it's he's excited to be able to play a game or to watch a little movie, whatever it might be. So I leverage it. I make sure that, hey, this isn't something that you're going to be doing all day. But if we can make it to this time, for me, that looks like when Chance is napping, I'll give Cade his opportunity to kind of chill and have some, some free play screen time. That's what 
has worked well for me is making it something special versus something that that is consistent through the day. I know screen time is not for everybody, but right now it has become a critical part of uh, my sanity with having kids at home and for the foreseeable future. This is what my game plan is right now. Another point, I guess, is I try to load the days where I have support, whether it's from Jared when he's home or a babysitter, if that's something that you can finagle in your life. So those days where I know, okay, he's going to be home on Monday or whatever day it might be. I try to like lock myself up and get as much done as possible because I know that the other days I will not have the luxury of being super productive. So the days that you have somebody around who can provide some extra support, I would suggest doing that. If your partner is also home and working right now, I would suggest having a conversation of, Hey, like I got these two hours, you get your work done. And then it's, I'm going to tag team in and then it's my turn to work and you go so that you're just sort of trading off responsibilities and really having clear communication around that. Um, That's something that has worked really well in my marriage is, Hey, I need you to take the boys and just go outside, like just go out front. I just need to be alone and productive. I need to be, I just need to sit and just give yourself that block of time, whatever block that looks like, whether it's 30 minutes or a couple hours and then trade off so that one partner doesn't get totally burned out. And if they have to work that they're also involved and trying to help out, we all have to try to be on the same team, which is, which is really hard right now because everything is important, right? Everything feels important still, but everything has also changed in our ability to be as efficient and productive and the things that were maybe super important a few weeks ago now look a little different, at least in my life. So I also shared, and I'll link this in the show notes, five sanity tips that are really critical in my life. And maybe they are slightly unconventional, maybe a couple points of them, but these five sanity habits can make a really big difference. Not because they're these fluffy, inspirational things. A lot of them are just kind of common sense, but are really easy to overlook. So again, I'll link these in the show notes, but the first tip is, and I did mention this earlier in the episode is to wake up before your kids. If it's not to work, like just give yourself 15 minutes in general before you know they're going to wake up, sit there, zone out, have your coffee. I hate waking up and being immediately needed. Like nothing puts me in a grumpier mood than having a child like with his face in my face, like asking for something. I don't want to be needed the second I wake up. So if I can beat them to it, whether it's a few hours before or just like 15 minutes before, so I can at least get my coffee, sit and just zone out. I personally really need that in order to start my day off well. And I notice a significant difference in just my overall mood um, when I do that. And versus when I don't do that. So if that's not something you already do, I really, really recommend it. And I know, look, a lot of we're we're all tired. Everyone is tired, but this makes a big difference. So if you can, don't hit snooze. Don't wait for them to wake you up. Get out of bed and give yourself that time. I move your body. Now, this is a common sense one. Everyone in the fitness industry will tell you to exercise as much as you can right now. So of course it's important. Of course it's common sense, but your movement and your environment might look a lot different. So you're, you might like, well, I'm used to going to the gym. I'm used to following my powerlifting program. I'm used to getting in the pool and swimming, whatever it might be. 
a lot of your environment has changed right now. And I would encourage you to look at fitness as being something that's really fluid. And then even if you were and are a power lifter, it's okay for your training to pause right now. And it's okay for it to look different. You can dial things in with your technique, with your body weight, with your intensity. You can do things that just complement your overall fitness versus one capacity of your fitness. So I don't consider myself a runner. I'm supposed to be doing a triathlon in May. Who knows if that will happen? It's We haven't heard yet. But I wouldn't consider myself a runner technically, but I've been running and I can enjoy running. And it, it for me, it doesn't hurt my body. It hurts my ego a little bit <laughs> and my lungs, but it's something that gives me freedom and that is maybe untraditional for me. And maybe running is totally untraditional for you, or maybe you love it. Get out and do it more. If you're used to being in the gym, now is a great time to focus on variety with body weight stuff, with maybe more yoga, practicing some basic skills. We have a lot of opportunity to be different and train our fitness in different ways. And I think that that's something that gets overlooked anyway, is because we want to identify as I'm a triathlete, I'm a powerlifter, I'm a crossfitter, I'm a whatever. Everything is going to look different for all of us right now. And so get good at what you can be good at, given your environment and access to equipment or lack thereof. There are options. Your body can do a whole lot, even in a pretty confined space. Another point, which is probably a little taboo for some people is to prioritize intimacy with yourself and or with your partner for your overall sexual health and wellness right now. I think it's really easy to overlook your needs. And when we're in a situation that is high stress, but everybody's home, there's just there's a lot of good opportunities to talk with your partner and to give yourself the attention that you deserve from an intimate standpoint. So maybe that looks like buying a new sex toy. Maybe that looks like having a conversation with your partner about what you want your sex life to look like, or maybe that means just getting yourself a new vibrator. Again, I know these are things that aren't always talked about, not necessarily part of something that I talk about a lot, but hey, I work with women and these are conversations we have to be okay with having, with prioritizing your sexual wellness and needs and overall interests. And I think now, especially during more vulnerable times with more time on our hands, it can be a good opportunity to reconnect to your body, to your partner, and to your sexual needs. Another point is to shower or take a bath daily. That doesn't mean you have to like wash your hair or anything like that, but just being able to soak or rinse off. I think that warm water acts as a really great mental and physical reset. I know when I'm in a really grumpy mood or feeling extra emotional or stressed out, that's where I go. I have my coffee in the shower sometimes. I'm not a huge like alcohol drinker. It has to be a very like specific occasion, but like take your glass of wine in the shower if that's something that you do or into the bath. Give yourself that space to just be disconnected and alone with your thoughts and just try to relax and reset. I do that either in the morning or at night or both and it really helps me and I I notice a significant difference once again in my mental health because it's prioritizing something I need to do, even with just giving yourself that true alone time. Lock your door so your your babies don't follow you in there. And the last point, which is absolutely very hard for me. So I will admit that I am not saying this from a place of expertise, but something that I really try hard to do is to lower your expectations. 
your kids and the unpredictability of life right now will absolutely interrupt everything that's usually very consistent for you, whether that's your work, your fitness, your diet, your overall routine, your freedoms. It is hard. And I, I hate it. You guys, I hate that so much of our freedom is being paused and I understand the need for it and I respect the need for it. It still doesn't mean that it's easy. So one thing I've had to tell myself in a lot of different capacities of life, and it's started to really resonate, is that I need to be okay with being a C student for right now. Sometimes being an A student is trying to be an A student is going to do more harm than good for your overall result, right? Like we might drive ourselves crazy trying to be perfect and have this follow this exact schedule and get everything done that we wanted to get done. It just might not happen right now. We're going to have to take it day by day and know that being a C student and just being average instead of trying to be great is really going to yield the results that we're trying to get while still prioritizing our sanity, which is why these are sanity points, not perfection points. You don't have to be good at everything, even though you're probably usually really great at those things. Right now is different and it's an acclimation period. We're still in the trenches of trying to figure out what tomorrow is going to look like and what next week is going to look like next month or, oh my gosh, even summer. I don't know. And again, I'm like kind of cringing recording this podcast knowing I might like look back on this and I likely will look back on this and go, oh, that's cute. <laughs> like She thought she knew. So if any of this has resonated with you, I would really love your feedback And if you have tips, if you have things that are working for you with how you're managing such a different shift in our lifestyle and culture right now, I want to hear from you. I want to hear how you're doing, what you're doing, what life looks like, what tips you can share. So if you like this episode, let me know about it. It really, really makes my day to uh, get your feedback and hear some reviews. I have signed every email for the past couple of years with the sentiment, I am with you. And I mean that. I try really hard to relate and listen and understand and fix. I want to fix and I want to be a helper and I want to be a leader. And right now, I don't know all the best ways of doing that. I'm really trying to figure out what this looks like for my family, for my mental health, for my physical health, for my business. All of it is really intense and it's hard not being in control and knowing that we really just have to be okay with sitting in this discomfort until we know what the next right thing is. So thank you guys for listening to this. If you, if you were able to sit and listen to me ramble through this whole thing, I do feel better now that it's out of me and thank you for listening. I'll talk with you guys soon. This episode of the Practice Brave podcast was brought to you by Strength.com and their line of clean, natural, and NSF certified for sport nutrition products built by Strength. If you're looking for effective supplements that are safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding, head to Strength.com for 25% off your first order. Use code PRACTICEBRAVE. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Talk to you soon.